You're listening to Last Dance Podcast with me, Elijah. This episode's going to be different from previous episodes because I'm going to be in the hot seat. You're going to hear me interviewed by Ali Beddoes, the CEO and Artistic Director of Lighthouse. We're going to talk about my time spent as Associate Artistic Director at Lighthouse and the future. working with the Changemakers Fund. Tell me what Changemakers is. Changemakers was a fund by Arts Council and Arts Council was an organisation that was new to me I hadn't worked with before um, to find new and diverse leadership, senior leadership in the arts. Again, new words to me. Um, the kind of word that was in the document was BAME, again, a new kind of acronym to me. And um, there was, I think there was 20 of us and it was about changing what leadership looks like in arts and culture in the UK. And your time with Lighthouse, you've worked with us before joining us as an Associate Artistic Director. Did you have an idea of the kind of programme that you wanted to develop for Lighthouse and for our audience? I developed the programme based on what was going on in my kind of artistic world at the time. Um, if I was like developing again now, it would be completely different just because I'm in a different place in life. Mm. At that time, it was um, me thinking from a place of how clubs closing affects artists and how we react to that um, as like what we make, how we behave, where people gather, um, what we do in the future, all these kind of questions. And um, my interpretation of like, the information that Arts Council gave me was maybe different to what, how someone else would read it that like, usually gets that language. And now I'm so used to seeing that kind of thing. I would, even with the same project, I'll approach it completely differently. Mm. Mm. So it's just funny that, uh, you know, a year and a bit on or a year and a half on, me reading it again, like I would be, I would approach it so, so different, but it's good. It's a proof that I've learned something. So one specific element of the programme that ran for a year, really, mm-hmm. was the open sessions. Um, did that come from, what did they, where did that come from? So Open Sessions was a mix of like kind of two ambitions. So when I was going touring around the world, I used usually just go to a club and play. And then I'd ask question, answer questions rather. Afterwards, people come up to me and say, oh, like, I want to know about this thing. You talk about this on Twitter. Can I know more? And Open Sessions was like the first time I ever had a space to kind of create those conversations in front of more people than just one-to-ones or Twitter DMs or emails. So that was like a personal thing that I was like, yeah, I've got a space to kind of talk to people and, you know, bring in people that I like and especially outside of London um, because usually that's where the conversations are, are kind of not more important but different because people are not as close to things happening mm. where, where, where I come from. Um, and then what I saw in the organisation when I was there, they already had something called Progress Bar that, that kind of stopped as I got there and I wanted to continue the spirit of having a kind of open way of talking with like people in Brighton and the audience and people that have been coming to that house already. So like amalgamation of two things. And I think in general, it's, it's good to have things that are, are quite loose um, 
practical, like really helpful. Like you make make you make a decision about what you're gonna do next. Um, a lot of the conversations from people afterwards is like, oh yeah, I checked out that person's work, and now it's gonna influence mine. And that feels really good. Sometimes mm. when you're making like music or or like film, or whatever, it's the outcomes are too abstract, and that feels like really direct. We were talking about a couple of nice occasions that have kind of come full circle. So for your launch for Last Dance, two people met who both DJed on Platform B Radio who had never met before but had made friendship and ended up working together. And then um, people that have ended up hosting talks and being part of our Reimagined Futures programme. So there's a nice sort of cyclical way of meeting through the open sessions. Can you talk about that? As a, was that a breakthrough or were you expecting that to happen? That wasn't a surprise because I work in clubs and that happens, you see it happen in real time and that's how new collaborations form. Like my partner that I work with, um, we've been working together for 10 years and we've just kind of built out this like family of music and artists that we've worked with and it's happened over a longer period. It's nice that in this, whatever, 18 months, it's been squashed together and we've seen those things happen already and not take, you know, five, 10 years for people to kind of create something new already mm. um but i know the power of bringing people together in a room you always get something something come out of it and even when i walk around the city now there's people like, oh yeah i've come to lighthouse before and i don't even kind of recognize them and then you get into a conversation about what they're doing so i'm i'm personally learning from like being here as well so it's like from a selfish perspective i'm i'm like yeah i'm winning too yeah we're all winning yeah um, so has anything surprised you in terms of the programming? I think the, I think the city, I'm having to, I had to learn really quickly about Brighton and what's here and what's not and um, how people connect, like what are the best ways of communicating with people. Like when you come um, from London, I've lived there my whole life, you you get used to a way of doing things that doesn't, you can't just transport to, to, to Brighton and that, that was kind of, I'm not sure I understand now, like 18 <laughs> months, but um, that is a that is a surprise because of how close it is. And people just think, oh, I, I, you know what? One big surprise is how small Brighton is compared to its like kind of name and what people know of it like worldwide as well. Because Brighton's population is smaller than the borough that I come from mm. in London. And if I, if I could do the stuff that I do here in my borough, like, crazy yeah um so it's made me think about like what i can bring back to my own area because we have the same amount of people and maybe not as much space or maybe not as much visible art and artists um in a community but like, there's things that can be done and it's inspired me in that sense great um so let's go into talking about meeting people and talking about different disciplines so in october you met harim mirza Mm-hmm. who is a contemporary artist. Tell me about that first meeting and where it took you. Every first meeting with an artist, the only thing that I go to first is music because that's my my kind of home first interest. And usually you never meet someone that says they don't like music. So, so you always find a common ground over that and then we built out like what our commonalities were quite quickly. Um... Our first conversations were 
around uh, Fabric because we both played there. Like I had a residency there for for a long time, and about uh, about vinyl as well, like about records, and as something that doesn't come up actually that often. Um, and then I guess the future. There's not like a conversation I have a lot with musicians weirdly enough, like in a conceptual sense, um, and. We just spoke, you know, when you're not asking each other questions. It was just speaking and kind of back and forth, back and forth. And I think we've sent each other a few articles and a few things to read each. And the responses were were warm. So mm. I was like, okay, well, there's there's an energy there to, to continue working or continue kind of a path to find something interesting. Um, and haven't been kind of introduced to someone in that way before but now I'll do that for other people yeah like I would make effort to to sit two people down in a room that I think should talk I think that's like a good outcome from that yeah it's great it's for me it's the best bit of matchmaking I've ever done <laughs> um so you ended up going to CERN um for three days um um tell me about who else joined you on that visit and where a piece of work came from that residency. Yeah, um, so myself, Haroon, Jack, who's like one of his creative partners, and Gaika, um, another person that I've crossed paths with many times in, in the world of music, but never had worked with before. We all went and um, spent three days together. A lot of it was talking. Like, so much of the work is just talking. And then when you when you got an idea, the idea takes if if it's fluid enough, it can it can take three or four hours to to record what you exactly what you want, um, which I guess most people would think is backwards. Like it's the process that takes hours and hours and hours. Actually, the idea and mm. nailing those things and different people getting their points of view across, and then even learning. Like I'm having to learn about you know, physics and CERN and what is there and how it's there and why how it got funded at the same time as trying to, like, put forward creative ideas. So that was, like, a really like, extreme circumstance to be in mm. because usually I'd be in... When you're creating, you'd be in comfortable settings. You'd be in a studio or you'd... I don't know, you might be having a beer or something like that. But this was, like... I felt like I was at school in a way at the same time as being in a, yeah, in a studio and at the same time as, yeah, being in places that, like, most humans will never go, um, even though, like, yeah. you know, millions of people know what it is. So when I when I posted about it um, on Twitter or on Instagram, the reaction was, like, why why are you there? What What is going on? Like, the, the confusion and every kind of project I want to do now, I like to have that kind of, like, tension. Yeah. Like, what is the, what, what are you doing? as a kind of nice kind of interaction to have with people that always surprising uh surprising people yeah the word surprising means following you around isn't yeah it? so i'm going to just use that word that's my, <laughs> going to be my motif going forward you noticed you've trademarked it yeah no i haven't trademarked it but <laughs> yeah that's my word now <laughs> so um at the end of may for brighton festival we um premiered the wave epoch which is a result of your work with Haroon and it was kind of a prototype really of a performance that will be presented again 
and hopefully again and again. But for those that didn't come or haven't experienced it, can you just give me a, the kind of elevator pitch of what it was? Okay, so there's hardware taken out of CERN. So there's chips um, that made a video synthesizer that was reacting with colour, with sound, with uh, Geico's voice. There was a kind of DJ element that um, both Harun and I brought to the table. So our kind of interpretations of what DJs do today. Um, he was using turntables, I was using CDJs and a MIDI keyboard. There was archive footage that we manipulated and that was taken from CERN that probably no one's ever really seen outside of CERN. That is strange and um, but, but important funny. that what yeah it's funny and it's important that people just see what people's view of the world was even ten years ago it seems like alien like you know, I don't know if you watch like a, a film um, talking about the future from the eighties they're talking about two thousand and ten or two thousand and fifteen or two thousand eighteen and it's nothing like that and uh, our interpretation of the future will be nothing like that too and that's what's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of sits between all our practices and it moves a bit like a gig but sits as an installation and makes you move around it's not it's not static in the same way that a concert performance would be I think that's one thing that went over people's heads that you had to turn around at points or mm. you had to um, look up and around and free screens were different, doing different things and what exactly people were doing as it's in this stage of developing, I like that people haven't realised that yet. And bit by bit, when we add stuff or take stuff away, we'll get to a point where they'll be like, oh, okay, that's that's the thing that connects with that. Mm. And yeah, but it's not there yet. But we'll get there. Yeah, it's good. And also it'll be presented in different venues so you can play around with different architecture of the space. Exactly. So when, when we do club stuff, when I go and DJ... You can't influence the space at all. Like you, the decks are where they're there, and you just play, and that's it. Whereas when you're stepping into um, other venues, you can literally change anything to how you want it to be, and that's one thing that working with Haroon and Jack, and I guess the art world in general, you have producers and people that are willing to to move stuff <laughs> and do stuff differently, <laughs> and it's made me like, in a way, want to approach DJing differently or approach the way I put on shows. That's great. But because I've always said I I would want to ask for some of these things, but if I said to them, I need an extra CDJ at a club, they'll be like, what? <laughs> asking too much, being a diva again. <laughs> so hopefully, like, me being on both sides, I can change them wanting to do stuff like that. Like, bring, like, Haroon closer to my world and people on my side be accommodating of that kind of kind of work that's great so thinking about that and different approaches to the way that you work Jack and Harun talked about you and Geica bringing a different dimension to their practice are there any other ways in which your time with Lighthouse and Changemakers and Last Dance and the programme has that changed the way that you will go forward working in the future um, it's like there's, there's two things it's like it's like helping move out some like rough edges about like the way I work in terms of like working with other people working with, working with a team that 
you know, I haven't made myself like that's something that I've I've done for the first time at Lighthouse, and it's like a, a challenge, like that I needed at that at that point in life when I joined, and in another way, like because I, I can I feel like I can work with anyone now. It when I work with people that I can work with fluidly or I'm used to working with, it makes that process even easier, because I'm like, you know, all these kind of, um, say like MCs or. Um, I don't know, other producers and DJs and stuff that I work with, I find their quirks less quirky now. I've <laughs> worked in an office. I'm like, okay, like, these people are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Offices uh, aren't that bad. Yeah. So, and no, but I'm saying, like, they, we're not that different. Right. And offices are full of artists too. And the way people work isn't that different. It's just because, like, they're in an the office. Yeah. Doesn't mean they don't think in the same way like a studio musician doesn't think. It's, it's more similar than I, I would have imagined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it is a lighthouse. Like, there's no, like, there's no robots there yet. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got two other questions. The one is, um, what's next for you? And then the other one is more about um, how Lighthouse wants to revisit your role okay. you're leaving behind and um what you would say to that person coming in okay so um I'll do, let's go for that i'll go i'll go backwards then. yeah so the next me um i would nearly say kind of ignore everything that i've done and kind of make it your own and it's it's a it's a blank canvas and it needs to be for someone to come in and and add something or do something different and or maybe take away that I feel like um having the space that I did in the first few months of me being there like to to to, to have a clear head and not think about um you know deliverables as much was helpful whereas if I was to put that on someone else I was like you need to map, meet all these hundred targets in a month or three months or something it would have worked so someone else coming in has to make that for themselves and make that valuable for Lighthouse and the community that kind of surround it. And if they don't even identify with the community that surrounds it, what they could make, they could make a new one. And even that in itself would be exciting because it's, there's going to be people that want to stay and stay around it no matter what kind of programs there. And it'd be interesting just to add layers on top of, you know, things that been happening already while I've been there the things that I've been doing and then someone new that's just got completely different ideas it'd just be interesting like to have a kind of culture clash in that sense um, and I think one thing is important that, that I did is that I got out as much as possible so just seeing things going to whatever panels and just representing like Lighthouse representing yourself representing the city and kind of amplifying your beliefs and then that feeds back into the work. It feeds back into who comes to, to, to Lighthouse. And, you know, it makes things a lot easier to do than sending an email. Like, the amount of times that I've kind of tried to reach out to people, you know, via email or calls, and it hasn't happened. But then when you go and meet them or you go and see them talk, or you go and go to their book launch and or whatever, and then... You just have that conversation. You're like, oh, that's why you didn't reply because this is where your mm. 
kind of headspace is or this is what's going on in your world. And the more I've done that, it's made it just easier to do work because I'm just hearing and seeing different perspectives constantly. So that's one thing. Be out there. Yeah. And it goes for Lighthouse too. And it, yeah, it goes for Lighthouse. Like, just stay open. Um, and in terms of me, um, I think like I've had like a balance, kind of, of personal. Like what what should I do next? And then the person, and then the other one of, this is what I'm gonna do next because these are this is where I'm being pulled, and the personal what I'm gonna do next is. You know, make more effort to work in my community. So like our boroughs, like one of culture in London so I'm trying to find ways to get involved in that because I haven't ever done a show or done any work in my area ever I've lived in the same area my whole life um, that's just a big shame but then it's an opportunity to do something new so um, whether it's not me like just putting on a party but it's like helping other people get their things off the ground which is what I'm, I feel like that's the right thing to do um, and to work with people that like are not called artists yet because I was like them it was not until later on in life someone was saying oh you're an artist and then until I got here that someone would say that you're a leader I feel like people saying that to them to young kids or whatever not even young kids but even just people that are not calling themselves artists now that are definitely artists will make a big difference so that's one side that is important that's not like a it's not a business it's just time and effort that I've got to put in because um, it's not going to come to me like I have to go to it and be prepared to kind of um, yeah just just see what happens it might, take, it might take years to kind of make an impact that's registered by like an, an arts council or something um, and then on my like personal on my kind of professional hat in terms of things that I'm doing like I've left Lighthouse with something that is like cantor and I can build something out of so you know you, you we can get requests to go places that I've never been to before and um, learn from like some of the best in the game in the art world straight like just now like mm. right now and that's a really like uh, unique opportunity and something that I didn't expect to come out with um, which is which is crazy and then at the same time I'm I'm still like heavily involved in in music which is a lot that allows allows me a freedom because I'm still touring and doing stuff and records are going all right so I make money from it so other fit that the art and the, the community work can be kind of it's not important to rush them like mm. to make money or to, to to it's not my survival technique Whereas music and that side of things as is is working, and I can I I don't want to shut off that thing to pursue an art career or art world kind of thing. Um, it's important that I remain in that space because that's where I connect with like audience. That's where like my heart is. It's what I'm good at, <laughs> and um, I think when I go into these other like conversations about culture around diversity and all these things that I get asked it's only because I'm still in the the thick of like clubland or in the thick of like spaces where 
you know, they're not as documented what's happening there. And I can tell you because I'm like literally there mm. on the weekends. This is what I spend most of my time doing. So I just want to find a balance between all, the, all three of those things. So music, art and community and, and just practice better <laughs> wellness in between all three. Yeah, take See a break. I mean? Yeah, or or just or and well, it's not even taking breaks. It's like balancing the free mm. more sustainably than doing a hundred things. You know I mean, and then taking a break. I always took breaks, but when you do too many things, the break is even doesn't even work anymore after a point. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm fine. I'm still like something that I'm learning. I'm not gonna like crack that in eighteen months, or just. You know what I mean? It's something that takes a while to get yeah. there. Um, is that another question? That's it. I think that was it. Yeah. But because I've been asked it constantly for the last six months. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? <laughs> and then um, I was on a training course for two weeks, the last two weeks. So that was a, a common question. So it's been making me ask myself, what's next? But now I know the answer. I could put that in a concise way that most people could understand what that means now. Whereas before, before I joined Lighthouse, um, work seemed more abstract in some way. And now I feel like, you know, if I said to my grandma, this is what I do, she would understand more, even though I do more disparate things or more like wider kind of things, which is weird, I think. I thought like being a DJ would be easier to, easier to understand if I just say, I'm a DJ. Like, yeah, but really, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> but now, if I say, you know, I work in the arts, you know, program music events, and um, like I try and work with young people and try and get their things off the ground, people are usually more interested in that than working with, you know, Skepta or something, weirdly. So, because there's not many, there's like, I guess, loads of people that work with big artists, but then there's kind of less people that are kind of on the periphery of both um, and that's somewhere that I'm comfortable staying because I didn't want to be famous anyway so yeah it's <laughs> good big up to everyone for listening throughout and everyone that supported the project in general see you on the other side. It's been Elijah representing Lighthouse and the Arts Council Changemakers scheme. Out! This podcast is part of the Last Dance programme I'm running as Associate Artistic Director at Lighthouse. Go to lighthouse.org.uk to find out more or find us on social media at Lighthouse Arts. Last Dance is supported and funded through the Arts Council's Changemakers scheme. The Last Dance podcast was produced by myself, Elijah, Jamila Prouse and the team at Story Things. If you've enjoyed it, go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast to subscribe, rate and comment. <laughs>